Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Back to Basic. I am your host, Danielle. And if this is your first time joining us, welcome. Every single week, we get back to the basic with some really cool people talking about some really great stuff. And uh, this week is no exception. But before we jump into this week's conversation, I did just kind of want to talk about where my head's at. And I'm sure where everyone's heads are at right now. It has been a really weird few weeks, a really weird couple of years, actually, if we're being honest. And it's been hard. There's been some scary things happening, some really rough things happening in the world. And it's just a lot. And not too long ago, I did an episode about doom scrolling and what that is and how sometimes I fall into that pattern. And if you didn't get a chance to listen to that, go check it out. But just to give you a little background, it's that need to scroll through social media and the internet to just know what's going on. And whenever things happen in the world or whenever there's news or anything like that, I tend to fall into this pattern because I feel like I just have to know what's going on. And I I need to know the answers, if there are answers, or I need to know the questions are, are more likely the real thing that you're looking at. But it's this need to just scroll and get as much information as you can. And I found over the past couple weeks, I've definitely fallen back into that a lot um, because a lot of really rough things have happened and scary things and sad things and frustrating things. And I just feel like I need to know what's going on. And in a way, it's good because you know what's going on. But the doom scrolling aspect of it is there's a lot of negativity that we're reading and we're taking in. And I was listening to a podcast recently about how we all talk about what we actually consume, right? Like the food we consume, you know, we take vitamins, we try and work out, we're all about drinking water and being healthy. And the other part of that is also the content that we consume, which is so true. The content we consume, the things we're seeing and reading and watching are so important to our health, our mental health, even our physical health sometimes because doom scrolling and reading as much negativity as sometimes we all fall into online or even just watching the news obsessively trying to know what's going on in the world can sometimes lead to like physical symptoms of anxiety because there's a lot. And there's also this feeling of helplessness sometimes because you can't really do much about it. We can control our actions and try to try to work towards a better tomorrow and and work towards solutions. But sometimes there's not much we can do in the moment. And so I guess me saying this is because I know a lot of people have felt this way recently, that it's been a scary time, a frustrating time. Not only in the world, but most people I've talked to have also had this feeling personally, professionally, just like it's busy and you don't know what's going on and it's just a lot right now. And I don't know if it's because things are the closest to normal that they've been in a while and we are all just trying to get back into this rhythm again. Um, Or if it's just, I don't know, Mercury is in retrograde as well, which if you don't know, That basically means that Mercury appears to be rotating backwards and it affects basically everything, okay? Communication, technology, relationships, travel, it affects everything. So maybe a little bit of it is also Mercury in retrograde. But I guess the point of me kind of bringing this up is 
not only to say to you to take a break, sometimes let yourself take a break, also to say it to me, to take a break, take a break from the doom scrolling, put the phone away, watch some mindless TV. Right now, I'm really into Ugly Betty again, which is very random, but I was obsessed with the show when I was in high school. Not really sure if it's because I related to Ugly Betty, but that's a that's another episode that we can uh, dive into that. But it's just kind of mindless and it's fun, dramatic, fashion, TV. She works in a magazine, America Ferrera. Vanessa Williams is amazing in it. Go check it out if you haven't. It's on Hulu. But my point being, step away from the phone, step away from the news sometimes. I'm not saying to not know what's going on and be informed, but don't do it to the point of giving yourself anxiety or stressing yourself out more because the world is stressful right now and there's things that are stressful right now. Your life might be stressful right now. So remember to take care of you. It's something that I'm trying to get better at myself, but scrolling through Twitter when I wake up in the morning to find out what's going on or to read people's negative tweets about whatever it might be, are not, or is not, I should say, the best way to, to spend my time. So just a reminder to stop the doom scrolling and take care of yourself. I think we hear it a lot. It's also, it's also a Mental Health Awareness Month. And, you know, that should be more than just something we post about on social media. It should be something that we we live with and we learn with and we grow with and taking care of your mental health is as important as taking care of your physical health. So this reminder is not only for you, but it is for me as well. And I'm hoping to get better at taking care of myself. Self-care in the forms that we see it on social media are very take a long bath, do yoga, like give yourself a hair mask and like all of these things that are amazing. And don't get me wrong. I love all of these things. But self-care is also taking care of yourself and your emotions and your mental well-being. And I think it's important that we remember those things as well. And that could look like whatever for you, right? That could look like going on a walk and putting the phone away. That could look like meditating, which I have tried and I'm trying to get back into, but my mind just loves to wander. I am an overthinker and um, I really need to work on that. Or it could look like journaling or going to therapy or whatever, but that is also self-care. So just remember that. And even if you don't think that you're good at self-care, it's always a work in progress and it's okay You know, we're working towards it. We're always working towards creating these versions of ourselves and just look after yourself, okay? And if you feel like you're not your best right now, don't be so hard on yourself because there's a lot going on. But I will say for you and for me, let's stop the obsessive doom scrolling and let's just take a minute to breathe and work towards a better future. And that's all we can ask for. And that being said, speaking of working towards a better future, my guest today, it is her second time on Back to Basic. It is Janice Santiago. She is also guided by She. If you want to listen to her first episode, I will link it in the show notes. We talk all about her uh, life as a digital creator, and it's a really fun episode. Well, she's back because she has started a brand new business. It's called That's My Tote. 
super cute. It's these canvas totes, and she's really been working towards sustainability in her business, talking about working towards that better future. And she really goes through the ins and outs about how to start a small business. You know, how did she get from point A to point B? And how did she manage to do this on her own? And really giving you tips if this is something that you want to do. And not only that, Janice is the ultimate digital nomad. I think of her when I think of this. It's something that I would love to do, even if it's just for a little bit, while I'm kind of working remotely still and the world is sort of half remote. And she gives some digital nomad tips, things that you must have. And she's doing it all. She's an entrepreneur. She's a teacher. She's a creator. And these tips that she gives, she actually uses in her own life, which is so cool. So I'm really excited about this interview. That's My Tote is such a cute brand and company. I love a good tote bag. I use a million tote bags. So this is such a usable and relatable product. And that's my tote. That's it. That's what it is. It's that's my tote. And I love it. And I love Janice. Um, We have such a fun conversation. And I really hope that you take some tips from her. And if you do, let us know if you are going to start working towards a small business or maybe you're going to work towards sustainability in your life, you know, working towards the environment, helping the environment, I should say. Let us know. Definitely let us know because I'm definitely going to use some of her tips as well. And that being said, I hope that you are ready to get back to basic with Janice Santiago, founder of That's My Tote. Hi, Janice. How are you? Welcome back to Back to Basic. Hi, Danielle. Like we just talked about so much stuff last time, but a lot has changed and you are now like traveling and you're doing like all these different things and you have a business. Honestly, like just give us a little background about who you are, what you do now. um, And then we'll kind of jump into it because I have a million questions for you. Okay. You got it. So um, let's kind of go through a little bit about what I do. Yeah. (laughs) I do a lot. Uh, Content creator slash I guess, influencer, Mm -hmm. I hate that term, but micro-influencer. I also have my own business, a tote bag business called That's My Tote. So cute. Um, 
super cute. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and I just want to live my best digital nomad life, but very minimal. So uh, with my brand being online, um, that's great. I'm also an ESL teacher, TOEFL teacher. So that's online. And I kind of wanted to be able to just do everything because of the pandemic forcing me to be online. I don't want to really have to convert back to everything being like in person, anything anymore. So here you go. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, now, that's how everything is. Right. Especially now. Yeah, it, yeah. it really is. And I just, I, I'm trying to keep my mind open to if there is another pandemic a COVID something, uh, uh, making right? sure I can survive with my income. Cause that's a big one. Oh, that's huge. Yeah. yeah. But like the mm-hmm. pandemic did so much for virtual. Like I was just telling you, you know, off recording as well. Like I started a new job and the company is fully remote as well. And it's just so mm-hmm. funny to see like two years ago where we were versus where we are now yeah. and how much you can do online. Like right. you're exactly. literally traveling while you're working, which is so cool. Um, yeah. I mean, I know that when we talked last time, like that was kind of your goal was to like travel and get out there and not really be in one place. And you mentioned just now, like, do you consider yourself a digital nomad? Cause that fascinates me. <laughs> yeah. That's another term I was scared to kind of like be proud about because I was like, you know what, am I a digital nomad? Because I'm technically now based in two locations. I would still say New York because my business formation is in New York and I only sell in the US. And then I have my teaching career that I can do from wherever I am and I teach globally. So all my students are from different parts of the world. And then also that whole digital nomad concept is, okay, I'm in one spot and I'm not like going to Greece or Thailand and working remotely but I'm in another country. So yeah, I would consider myself a digital nomad for sure. And I just have an apartment in Mexico and that's yeah. great. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I think that's a digital nomad. That's like, cause yeah, you, you sure. have multiple places and just like you were saying before, like digital, you do everything online. Like you can yeah. technically, if you wanted to tomorrow, pick up and go somewhere else. And can, yeah, right. I just think that that's so exciting and so cool. And like, that's something that I'm kind of looking into a little bit. Like you know, maybe not. I've seen some people do like really cool ones where you like do remote year. You heard, have you heard of these programs? Like where you just like travel to different countries they with the thing. Take, they take a sabbatical. It's like a sabbatical year where you take maybe six months or one year off and go traveling. Yeah. Yeah. But like, that's like a lot. I don't know if I could do that, but I'm kind of looking into like, I don't know, Airbnb in different places in the country and like working from there or something. Cause I just feel like it'd be fun. And I'm kind of like, how many times do you get the chance to kind of do that? So mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll have to, that's what I kind of want to talk to you about too. But I also wanted to talk to you about your new business. So you mentioned yeah. it before. That's my tote. Super cute. Uh, it's om- almost a year old coming up on a year. Almost a year old, um, nine months, if I'm not mistaken. Um, And I think for me, it's been a journey and a half. Um, It's my first actual proper business formed. (laughs) So when I went about it, I was like, okay, let me think of something very interesting to kind of come up with. I've always wanted to own my own. And in this case, my own LLC, just making sure that if, you know, something happens legally that I'm protected. So I wanted to kind of make sure it resonates with people as far as being like, I don't know, just 
everybody can get a tote bag, right? It's like the thing now to have Absolutely. tote bags. Yeah. <laughs> so anyone can have one. You can get one for your mom, your dad and customize it. Cause that's something that I'm looking or that I have going on that I stopped because of my move. Uh, but then switching over from doing everything manually, production, everything in person to now just 100% virtually online. And if you're looking to take that time off, I definitely recommend you looking at good reviews on Airbnb. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just to kind of throw that tip out there before I forget. Um, oh, definitely. Yeah, Thank totally, you. Totally. So when it comes to that's my tote. Uh, we're a sustainable brand. Now we're not 100% eco-friendly. And this is something that I believe in as far as being transparent with like our, you know, customers, people who follow us on social media, um, working our way to being 100% sustainable. Now it's really difficult. Companies, larger corporations make it hard for small brands, small business owners to kind of branch out and be that. And it's also costly. So mm. when you think about organic cotton versus recycled cotton and so on and so forth, because there's so many different materials out there, it's like what you do matters. So me making sure what I do kind of sits right with my morals and yeah. also ethically you know, they all yeah. go hand in hand. <laughs> Absolutely. So that's my tote. You are, it's a tote company. You do customizable totes. Okay. What made you want to start that kind of business? Like what drew you to owning your own business? I know you said like you wanted to kind of have your own thing, but what about like making totes and just creating like that? Yeah. So, okay. To be really 100%, I, I loved having a tote bag. And it was just difficult for me to find like a bag that I wanted to have walking around New York City every day. So I said, I want to think of something that I'm going to love and why not make customizable ones? Now I do have just standard ones where people can go on our website. That's my and purchase whatever I have out there. And then working with like, okay, let's just say I make a custom one. Someone can send me like their logo if they want. And why not? If that's something you like and you can get it on a bag and right. use someone else's services to get that for you and send it to your house, everything is done online. So that brings me back to the whole uh, pandemic thing. In March of 2020, we had that New York City or New York State rather plastic mm -hmm. bag ban. And so when I was working at the front desk of my last hotel job, I realized this is a thing I really want to take serious and just kind of branch out from there. And why not start off with tote bags? And I'm for the people. So what do the people need? They need a plastic bag alternative. <laughs> Absolutely. So there was a, there was a gap, right? There was a need and you were like, this is how we can fill it and how we can fill it in right. like a fun, like sustainable way. Um, so I think mm -hmm. that's just so fun. And what, I mean, I've always been interested in owning my own business, but I feel yeah. like it's so, it's a daunting task, honestly, to be like, I want to be a business owner. Like how, what, how did you get there? How did you get there? And what would your advice be for people who are looking to to do that. Cause I feel like so many of us, like you said, right. With the pandemic mm -hmm. wanted to right. do things for ourselves, wanted to, whether it was start a blog or to get digital, some sort of digital job or something, but a lot of people want to do their own thing. So how did you get there? And how, how do we get there? Oh gosh. Okay. Well, to be very like open about it, 
um, I was really skeptical about like going through like a legal process, like mm -hmm. getting the lawyer, paying fees. So there's a website called LegalZoom.com where you can get a lawyer that works for the company and people who actually help you out with um, getting set up with your own LLC or S Corp, whatever the case is that you're looking for in business and providing information, providing the help. Now they try to upsell and I'm smarter than that. So all I needed is for someone to help me out with just the standard LLC like starting. And then from there, I took it upon myself to do research because if not, it would have cost me, let's just say maybe up to a thousand dollars to do everything with someone. No, okay. I paid, let's say at most like 250 to get started. And then from there, I was able to see in New York, when you have to start a business or when you're looking to form your business, you need to make sure that you publish articles of formation in two newspapers. Not every state requires that. Wow. So I had to do research in, in Beacon, New York, in the county where I established the business. And then you also need to have a business bank account. You also need to have like business addresses, because if not, then people are finding your actual home address online. So right. It's tricky, but there are steps that LegalZoom provided me. Hey, Janice, this is your checklist. These are the things that you will have to do on your own because you didn't pay us to do it. And I did it on my own. So it's the whole process, but making sure you're doing the legal things, you're, you, you're fine. <laughs> That's crazy. I didn't realize how, I mean, like, obviously, you know, like, right. Starting a business, like, of course there's a lot that goes into right. it, but I didn't even think of like, oh, you need an address and you need like to be published. That's crazy. Right. And this is New York specific. I know okay. other states do it differently. So you have to have one daily newspaper that gives uh, your advertisement in their paper for six consecutive weeks. Then so there's a weekly and there's a daily and that's how it goes. Six consecutive weeks. Then they mm -hmm. go ahead and give you an affidavit that it was published. And then you submit that to the uh, essentially the IRS, small businesses, businesses, whatever. And then from there you obtain certifications and the IRS actually, not even the IRS, but like newyork.gov on their website, they have a small business section where if you want to start up your own company alone, they give you the steps and the tools that you need. Oh, Very helpful. I didn't realize yeah. that. That is really helpful. Yeah. Wow. Mm -hmm. So you you started it on your own. And oh, as far man. as like the business itself goes, you're doing everything. You're like taking orders, you're shipping, you're creating, like you're doing all of it. Right. So let's go into that a little bit. Yes, Production. please. So I do my own social media. Now it's difficult because I do many other things, but I try to keep up with it. I could be a little better though. Okay. Aside from social media, I'm making sure the accounting portion, I just filed my taxes. You have to make sure that you there's a file by date that mm -hmm. you have to do everything by. I managed to do that. Great. No one's coming after me. Yeah. I'm right. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, aside from that, um, production, let's talk about it a little bit. Cause when I think about sustainability, I was thinking about it completely wrong <laughs> and the amount of fabric that I wasted in the past already in like what the nine months or so that we've been open. Um, I wasted so much material as far as recycled cotton, organic cotton, uh, vinyl and vinyl is not the safest. So I wanted mm. to switch it up. I use a uh, print on demand company that when I receive orders through my website, 
they receive the okay to just make things when the orders come in automatically and they ship it to the customers. Oh, interesting. Right. And which is why I'm able to have my business run completely 100% just online. And before I was doing everything on my own from steaming the bags to placing the designs, uh, actually peeling the vinyl, placing it there, heating it up with like this entire like it's you cannot imagine all the work that I put in in the first few months of starting the business. business. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. That's crazy. Did you have like what is it? A cricket? Is that like what I know a lot of people do like crickets that ha- that's how you can do a lot of the yeah. printing and the, I know people do custom shirts and a lot of people on Etsy have that as well. Is that, do you have one? Yes. So the cricket, um, air, I had that one, the air two, if I'm not mistaken yet, the air cricket air two, I had that to go ahead and print out the vinyl and cut the vinyl. Great. I still have it back in New York. <laughs> and then the, easy press which I have and I can go ahead and apply the heat for the vinyl and the material very it's a very tedious job Mm -hmm. yeah I'm sure at all I don't recommend it so you were doing full-on like someone let's say someone ordered you were taking that order you were printing it you're doing the cricket thing you were doing the press thing like you were doing everything and then you were shipping also yourself shipping I purchase, uh, again, sustainable packaging that was okay. compostable uh, so that oh, if people cool. threw it in the garbage, fine, or that they could recycle it if they please. So I was covering both, you know, both ends. Yeah. Now, this was great. I was able to really be customizable in that sense. And um, it was just time consuming. I was working my, let's say right now, nine to five, And then after my nine to five, hitting it, getting on the cricket, printing, um, sending everything to the machine, peeling out the vinyl, which you're wasting a lot of vinyl and it's actually not good for the planet at all. Really? Not at all. It has chemicals in it, which I mean, I wish I knew more before, but now I know now, which is why I changed my business model. Um, So wasting that, all the plastic that the vinyl comes in, so yeah, pressing it, receiving the custom designs or the designs I have already on my website and just fulfilling those orders. Now, the one good thing is that I was able to get a lot of experience from this. The pros, the cons, I know the good and the bad, and mm-hmm. I know what I need to do better because shipping is a whole nother thing. The USPS and making sure that the package weight is what it is. And then knowing that eight times the weight by the distance of where it needs to go in the world. Oh my God. Yeah. That's a lot. That's a lot. Yeah. So you, especially in the first few months, and like we said, like your business is just under a year really, but in the first Mm -hmm. few months you were like fully hands-on putting in the hours. And I think that that's, that's like the big thing, right? Like if you want to start something up, like to get to a point where you can like change your business model or bring other people in or whatever, like you have to like put that time in. And I love that you were like literally like hands-on, like making these tote bags. I mean, yeah. it's like, that's the love that you're putting into that, into that business too. And I think that that's mm-hmm. so fun. Do you love it? Do you enjoy it? Well, I love it so much. I really, what I plan to do with the business in the near future is because I did take off the whole being able to customize your own tote. I want to bring back customizable totes. I want people to be able to even order wholesale 
Um, mm. I think that would be great if I can start branching off into companies that will sell my tote bags that are larger than me, it would be able to kind of, you know, bring up my small business. Now, I don't just see things for one day. I look at them like in a year's perspective. So I think I've learned enough to know where I lost in costs uh, from now to the point of when I first started or from then till now, essentially. Yeah. And I know what I need to do different. And I love it so much. So a little bit more about that's my toe. Um, aside from it being um, inspired by the pandemic, realistically, it was also inspired by siblings who would steal my shit because <laughs> I love it. Yeah. My siblings would take my, my shoes, my clothing. I have two sisters. I have a mom that we can tr trade off sneakers or clothing items. And then not my brother, but my sisters, you know, they would take my things and that sucks. So I'm like, I can have a tote. You can have a tote. Everyone gets a tote. Oh like gosh. I'm just o Oprah. Over here. I was going to say you're Oprahing <laughs> it. Like you get a tote. You get a tote. I love that. I can so relate. Like I have a brother, yeah. but like, let me tell you, like there have been times where like, cause I'll buy, you know, sometimes we buy like the men's clothing and I'll see him in it. And I'm yep. like, that's my shirt. And he's like, no, it's not. It's a men's shirt. Go. And I'm like, no. I'm pretty sure I bought that. I love that. It's such a relatable name and such a relatable thing. Relatable. I feel like so many people can relate to that. Even if you don't have siblings, like you, you've been in a situation, right? Where you're like, yeah, that's mine. Like, come on. That's mine. Even if you maybe, okay, dormed in a university or whatever, your roommate takes your stuff. Like I never had that experience, but again, it would be the same concept. Like, Hey, that's my shirt. No, yep. it's not. Yes, it is. So that's my to derive the name from, from, yeah. you know, my company derived from that. Just like super nostalgic. I don't even yes, know what to call definitely. it. <laughs> also like in a way, kind of like really inclusive. Cause it's saying like, everyone gets one. Like we all everyone get one. one. Yeah. We all get one. And right. I mean, like you're doing it for the environment too. So it's kind of like, Hey, this is good for the environment. And exactly. I, I mean, I just feel like we all need to be doing a little bit more for the environment yeah. and for the earth than, than we are. Has that always been something that you've been interested in, like sustainability or, or things like that? Not always. I think growing up um, when I was younger, uh, living in the Bronx, um, I didn't think about that. But then when my parents moved me off to like Pennsylvania and then essentially me going back to New York at some point, I picked up that whole, okay, recycle <laughs> recycling does matter and then composting so composting less still but I'm starting to implement it in some of the things I do daily making sure I have like a separate section for like some waste and then separating it now it is a little bit difficult here in Mexico because mm -hmm. as far as I'm concerned under 10% recycles here like as wow. far as like uh people recycling companies recycling they don't in my building we don't even have a recycling bin or really? anything for, really and it's a little bit hard for me because yeah. I'm being forced to go against something that I want to do um but yeah I mean it kind of just developed I mean I was I'm not like a huge oh earth this and that but mm -hmm. I'm trying to be better and that's why I say I don't want people thinking oh I'm preaching and I'm this perfect person. No, 
I I still wear jeans and that in itself is not sustainable at all. Right. Yeah. (laughs) We're all trying to figure it out. We're trying. And with that's my tote, you know, you're doing something that's like just pushing the needle forward a little bit. Like you're helping move the needle forward. And I think like as it grows and as you Mm -hmm. kind of get your feet wet more, right. It's still under a year. Like you've already done so much. And it's like, just think about how much further you could go with it, which is so exciting. I mean, does the future of the business and like all, does that just excite you? And like, what, what, I know you said the goal is like to continue doing it. Do you think you'll branch off into other products? Like, what do you think as a brand you, you really want to do with this? Yeah. So going back to guide by she, um, I will hopefully be soon. Uh, let's see. I've already kind of pushed out like a soft launch, but nothing very dramatic where I want to go into like mugs. I, I, uh, one of my guide by she slogans in the morning is hola mi gente. Yes. And usually I have a cup of coffee or tea. And so I want to kind of make my own mugs and then have like maybe it branch from there. I don't really know exactly as far as what the name would be, but something like that. And then who knows where I will go. And I don't know. We'll see. I'm just taking it day by day and enjoying that's my toe. And also I want to mention the whole other, I guess the other thing I want to do with sustainability is the reason why I also switched to everything being online and have the, having like the drop shipping method is because if it's just printed or um, embroidered, because I started offering embroidery, which is way more sustainable uh, against the cotton, organic cotton, um, is that if someone orders something, it's made right then and there, and it's not taking up space or you're not having to toss out inventory because it's not selling. So still doing my part by using another company that can help me out with the service and partnering with them for just production and it's done when it needs to be done and they're not holding stock, which is important. That makes total sense. That's great. So did you like, speaking of space and and all that stuff, did you go straight to like online? Like, I don't know if you're on Shopify or anything like that, or did you start out? Cause I know a lot of people start out with like an Etsy shop. Did you do that Mm -hmm. a little bit? Or did you go straight into like, let me just do my own on my own store? Right. So me having experience with websites, I just went straight for Squarespace is my, uh, the platform mm-hmm. I chose to kind of keep it on and it's an e-commerce site. And so Shopify, it's really tempting, but I just thought as far as cost, uh, I don't know, I need to be realistic and shop Shopify itself is pretty, pretty pricey. So, um, I chose Squarespace. Also, I love the whole integration. It's like the Apple of uh, platforms, in my opinion, very mm. easy, straightforward. Like that. And so after that, I would have to say that I did dabble in Etsy. Yeah. I had one sale on Etsy when I was really pushing for it in, uh, during my mean girls collection launch. Okay. <laughs> I remember someone that bought on there, someone yeah. bought one of the totes and I was so proud, but it was like maybe my first official week, like promoting on Etsy and I got a sale. So I should do more of it and I want to, but again, I have to be realistic about how much time and effort that I have to put into all these other things that I do so that I can make sure I execute. Cause Etsy takes a percentage of mm. a bunch of things. Now the sale plus your listing fee, they take 20 cents per I guess, item like the listing. And then from there you can have reoccurring listings. And it's just like, it's a whole lot to get into. And then me being 
that person that I don't want to have to pay someone to list my item when I have my website. I don't know. It sucks, but it's still exposure. And I know I need to expose the brand to marketplaces. So it's Mm. an online marketplace. That totally makes sense. And you kind of mentioned before too, which, which I feel like you've highlighted a few times, which I love that when you have the opportunity to work with other small businesses, to kind of help you and like how you can help each other. It sounds like that's something that's mm-hmm. really important to you to be able to find other small business owners. And like you said, like the different services or the the printing on demand, like how important is that as a small business owner? And not only that, you're also a, a small creator. Mike, you said micro influencer, mm-hmm. right? How important yeah. is that to support others and to bring, like, we're all helping each other, right? We're all trying to figure this thing out. And how important is that for you? Super important. And I'll tell you why. Now, if I have the opportunity to make someone else, let's say they, they're an artist and maybe they don't have that big exposure that they're hoping for. If they, if I want to go ahead and purchase some of their designs, which I have uh, put in place for a few designers out there, they have the ability to collab with me. Like I'm very open to someone submitting their art to me um, giving them a, you know, some kind of commission off of a sale. I think that that's great. It gets their name out there. It gets my company out there. And we're two small brands working together, uh, designer creators. Now I've also had influencers in Westchester County, um, and then other parts of New York and then, uh, Korea now where they're advertising. That's my toe, which I think it's awesome. Now, of course, these are my influencers and now it depends on, you know, how well they're doing and all that good stuff. It's difficult. Maybe some people don't know the brand, but just by having that kind of like influencer marketing tactic and um, just finding, I mean, these are all tools that, I mean, small businesses need. And then uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, it's really rare because I'm not doing it right now, but let's networking in person. Ah, yes. Oh my gosh. What is that? What is that? I don't even know the pandemic, what that is. What? Like, what is that? I forgot what the word was. And I know so like networking in person. It's like, mm. I don't want to have to find people just off of Instagram. Like actually meeting people in person is like wonderful. And I think that in the future for that's my tilt, if I really do plan on, which I really do plan on staying in Mexico, working with small businesses in Mexico to provide mm. me material and production here as well, not just in the U.S. because That's it's important awesome. to kind of shine light. Yeah, absolutely. We love small business yeah. owners. We love women business owners. Like there are so many, like you said, there's so many big corporations and so many big businesses and those are great in their own way. But like people who mm-hmm. just take the initiative to start a business, like you, you saw a need and you knew you could help. And I just think that that's so exciting. And I just love that like you're a small business owner supporting other small business owners. I mean, we all kind of need a little bit more of that, I think. Um, but you know, before we go, I also wanted to ask, because you had mentioned like you do so much, you're a creator, Mm -hmm. like a content creator guide by she, which we love a teacher, (laughs) you're a business owner. How do you do it all? Because Janice, I'm telling you, it is so hard to get it all in. And I've like, I feel like every few months I like kind of stop and I'm like, okay, how do I do this? Like, I want to do so much. Right. And I know you do too. Like, you're like, oh, I could do this and I want to do this. How do you do it? How do you get there? I wish I could say that I, I wish I could say I depend on a calendar and that I can depend on writing things down to make it happen, but that's not (laughs) true at all. Okay. Used to be, but not anymore. Now I just work on my work-life balance. If I had Mm. to say at a percentage of a hundred, uh, 
60, 40, because I think life is really important. If I'm relaxing and I can enjoy my life, that means I have the energy to put into my business. And mm. I think that that's important. Now it does fluctuate. Sometimes it'll be 40, sometimes it'll be 60 the other way, work being 60 and then life being 40. But overall, knowing when you need to get things done and doing it when you need to do it, not procrastinating. And I always have that in the back of my mind because as you get older, you realize there's no real time to waste. Like life just is just going to keep passing you by and getting shit done when you need to get it done. Like you don't have time to be in bed scrolling through other people's Instagrams when you need to make content for your mm, own. <laughs> that's a good piece or of advice. collaborating <laughs> or networking in person. Like it's just, it's hard, but it's doable. And yeah. if I just keep that in my mind, I know like I'm just one step ahead because it's very hard these days. Yeah. So basically it's just like, just do it. Like as hard as just it is, it. you just got to do it. I mean, what's that thing Kim Kardashian said? Oh, recently? nobody yeah, wants to, to work. Her up. <laughs> nobody, nobody wants, wants to, work. to work. Get your asses up. Oh yeah. my gosh. I mean, she's not 100% wrong. <laughs> I've, I know I've heard it. And I'm like, you know, I mean, look, I will say for Kim, right. She has a million brands. So she is working. She is, she is, she is in the, the grind. So maybe we can learn yeah. a little something. She's from not that. the best person to have said this. I think someone else should have. Yeah. But she she made a point in some way or another. Yeah. Hey, I, listen. So, there we go. She's, she's making lots of money. She's up. doing her thing. Yeah. We can. I don't know if we could keep up with her, but um, no. That's I don't know. Um. So before we go too, I just wanted to ask you really quickly: What are your tips for the digital nomad life? Like, what are your must-haves? Ooh, you know what? Let's go into a little bit of must-haves real quick. Yeah. Must-haves. You need to have a mobile hotspot. If you're mm. traveling and your Wi-Fi goes out in that Starbucks or even the apartment that you live in because it's happened to me, okay, and I pay my, my Wi-Fi bill, um, <laughs> having a backup something, you need to also, aside from backup Wi-Fi, have a, a, an external charger for your phones, your laptops, whatever the case. Um, you also need a really good tripod. I don't know if you're creating content on the way, but not depending on people, strangers to take your photos when you can do it for yourself because girl, these iPhones do not cost $1. Yeah, uh, they cost <laughs> a lot more than a dollar and I cannot afford, afford for someone to steal my phone. Um, and then also another tip I would say is time management. If mm. you're not uh, managing your own time, you're going to get lost in the sauce of travel and you're not going to know about your business and you're, you will lose your business while you're in another country. And that would have to be one of the most scariest things you can put onto yourself. So time management, having external Wi-Fi, having external chargers, a tripod, money, obviously money, yeah. from your job online. Yeah, your job and then online. you're good to go. You don't really need much. You just need money, a laptop, your phone, Wi-Fi, backup chargers yeah. and tripod and go for it. We That's love it. it. And I don't, honestly one, love that. one thing. Yeah. Don't have a dog. <laughs> don't get a dog. We love okay. Reese's though. <laughs> we love Reese's. He's here. He loves Mexico, uh, but oh. he will take dogs, take up time, money, mm. energy. Um, so if there's one last tip I would give is don't <laughs> either travel with your dog or just don't get a dog. <laughs> yeah. Wait until you're done traveling. Yeah. 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 I will done. say too, okay. like, I just got a tripod and game changer. Like I went yeah. traveling. I went on a trip and 
it was so nice to like take my own videos mm-hmm. and my own things. And I was yeah. like, cause I was like, Oh, I really want to like experiment with like editing reels and videos together. Yeah. So I didn't obviously want like random people to take videos of me. So I was like, no. this is no. a game changer. It's so mm-hmm. good. I love it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I love all your tips. I'm so excited for that's my toe. You have to keep us posted. We'll talk again, hopefully meet in person as well. Um, Last question before you go though, because you know, I always have to ask, Mm -hmm. what are you loving right now while you're traveling? What are the things that you're gravitating towards? Like, are are you into any TV shows right now? Any music? Like what is Janice's thing in Mexico? Like, what are you loving? Okay, well, surprise, surprise, Janice has a Mexican boyfriend. Love it. <laughs> and so I've been practicing my Spanish and more so l- making sure that I am watching more TV in Spanish. So Netflix is a thing that I'm doing right now. I canceled my US plan because Netflix in Mexico is cheaper. <laughs> oh my gosh. Cheaper over here. Yeah. So Aside from the whole pesos versus U.S. dollars, it's not even the same. It's cheaper here in general. So um, that, I would say, what else? Oh, I mean, I'm still creating content. So that's something that I'm going to keep doing. It mm-hmm. makes me happy. And uh, just helping other business, small businesses here in Mexico thrive online by just creating a simple reel, reel or tagging them in a post. So Netflix. And creating content. Yeah, I don't think I have any other hobbies. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you like one of your hobbies is creating content. I'm trying to get more into yeah. it. And I just love that you have fun with it. Because I feel like if you don't have fun with it, you're not going to do it. Like it's just, just with everything. That's my tote. You have fun with it. And like, you're going to continue yeah. to push that forward. I, will, I, just, I think that's sure. like a big tip for anything you want to do, right? Create content, start a business, yeah. be a digital nomad. You got to love it. That's it. <laughs> yeah, you have to love it. If not not going to be good, good news. Yeah. <laughs> Bad news. <laughs> Bad news bears. Janice, plug it yeah. in. Let us know where we can follow you, where we can find that's my tote. Let us know. All right. So if you guys are looking for me, obviously you can find me at guide by she on Instagram. You can follow the business as well at that's my tote guy by she.com. That's my tote.com. And if you're looking for all things dog friendly life with Reese's, cause he is the cutest. He's so cute. We <laughs> and, uh, we're we're everywhere. I mean, Pinterest, Instagram, Facebook, you know it, uh, everything but TikTok. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Listen, TikTok is a I love try. hate. I try. I'm trying. It's, I try. it's hard. Janice, thank you so much. Let's definitely, definitely do this again and keep me posted on all of your travels. I know you'll post yeah. about it, but definitely let me know what, you how know it goes. It. All right, will you thanks. let me know when you're ready to travel and I got oh, you on the tips. Okay. I absolutely. Well, thank you. Okay. You're welcome. All right. That was my conversation with Janice Santiago, founder of That's My Tote. I hope you enjoyed. I hope you learned something. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, do all of the things. Tell your friends and tell me who you want me to get back to basic with and what you want me to get back to basic about. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at Back to Basic Podcast. Going to start to populate some more content over there as well as my Instagram at Danielle Maria Costa. DMs are always open if you have some ideas or thoughts or anything like that. And as always, we will see you next week because on Wednesdays, we podcast.